This show is for athletes, entrepreneurs who go against all odds, do whatever it takes, and learn how to perform at the highest level to become the best version of themselves. I'm your host, Kota Nakayama, and this is Achieve Greatness. What's going on, guys? It's Kota back here at Achieve Greatness Podcast. Man, did you hear that intro? Was it a little too much or did it get you fired up for today's episode? Woo! If you can feel my energy, man, I'm excited for today's episode. We have Ronnie Argueta today and I'll introduce him shortly. But man, if you have a dream, if you have a goal and you want to get after it, this episode's for you, man. One thing before we turn this over to Ronnie, I want you to know that your why is way more important than your how. It's all about having that burning desire, the hunger and determination to keep after it. If you're persistent and consistent in what you want to do, you will be able to achieve anything you can in life. Ronnie talks about his journey of how he became a professional soccer player, finding opportunities, you know, seeking out opportunities, making the most out of it, being proactive, and then making the most out of them. And they never know when those opportunities will come, and then it happened. So with that being said, let's turn it over to Ronnie. Welcome back to the Chief Greatness Podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode. So this, this special guest today is actually a professional soccer player currently playing in the USO Championship. He has also played abroad. Um, but And I could just literally go down the list about all his credentials and where he's played at. He's currently playing at Colorado Switch, uh, Spring Switchbacks. But most importantly, when I first started this podcast, I was asking friends around. He's like, hey, who should I have on as a guest? Who's been achieving their greatness? And man, my friend Jesus is like, dude, you have to have this guy on. When I train anything, he's probably the most hardest working person out there. So I just heard that. I'm like, oh, I got to instantly connect with this guy, learn a lot about him. So with that being said, I want to introduce to you Ronnie Argueta to the Achieve Greatness Podcast, man. Ronnie, welcome to the Achieve Greatness Podcast. Hey, Kota. Thanks for having me, man. Really appreciate it. Definitely. Ronnie, I don't know if you know... But I actually met you briefly, just for like a second. You probably don't even remember this, though. So okay. you, <laughs> you were playing, I think, a preseason when you were at Fresno. You had a preseason at UCSB. Yes, then, versus the Galaxy. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And then, and yes. then I briefly met you, and then I just shook hands with you. But you probably don't even remember, most likely, because you are probably shaking a bunch of other people's hands. But um, was, was, I, was, was, I, was I warming up? Was I warming up on the sidelines? I think so. I think so. I and, 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 you, and you were with a friend. Yeah, I was with Jesus. I don't know the, 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 the person that was. I remember. Do you remember me? Okay, cool. Yeah, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> I've heard really great stuff about you, so we want to really dive in. Um, you know, you, you, you've been professional, being a professional soccer player for a while now. Um, just, you know, learning just about how you got to that place. But... I feel like as you know, as I, I talk to a lot of high achievers at that level, right? It's always never yeah. like, you just don't get to that level. There's always a backstory, there's an upbringing. So what I want to start is let's kind of take it back a little bit, right? I want to know yeah. like, when did you kind of like first started playing soccer? How did that come into your life? And then what was that transition like? So do you remember like when you first started playing soccer? Yeah, man. Uh, so I was, I was, I want to say like five and a half, six years old. Okay. When I when I first started uh, like trying to juggle the ball and like like experimenting with the ball at my foot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, dude, ever since that moment, I I couldn't 
I couldn't stop. Like I couldn't like, I was like, all right, like how do like how do I keep this ball up, right? And like I would like I would like just try like different things, and obviously I would juggle once, and like the ball would like go, you know, three yards out, and I'm like, okay, like right, let's try it again, you know. But from that moment, that moment, it was like it was like, this feels really good, like this ball at my foot, like me trying to trying to control this ball feels really good and I and I want to I want to I want to experiment I want to know how how I can you know control this ball at my foot man and so um from yeah it was from that moment um and again it was just like out out in the front yard just messing about you know um but I started playing uh organized uh soccer at the age of eight on, on an actual team and that was uh just like a, a local league, uh, it's like a it's like a Sunday like a Sunday league for kids. Um, uh-huh. Let's say, so that's that's when I first started playing uh, like organized team. Um, and then growing up, I would play, I would play anywhere, man, and I like anywhere, and just uh, I would play on the school teams. Um, and then like I remember, I remember using uh, the curb, like the the sidewalk curb. Um, mm-hmm. I would use like the the lines on on the curb, like like you know how there's like kind of like divisions as you're walking on the sidewalk. There's yeah, like yeah, yeah. There's, there's like divisions on the on the cement. I would use like two lines. I would use them as goals, and then like I would pretend like I was shooting a PK for the Honduran national team because my <laughs> my parents are my parents are Honduran. Okay. Right. So I'd be like, so like back back in the day, um, I was like I was like um, I was super like my role models were. Uh, Carlos Pavon Plumer, uh, Tyson Nunez, they're like, they're like Honduran, um, like icons, like yeah. national team icons. And, and, you know, and I would like, I was pretend I was like Carlos Pavon, like shooting a PK. And like, I would like, I was imagining these things, bro. And uh, yeah, man, like, I, I, I don't know. That, that, that's how it started. That's how it started. Awesome. Yeah. Definitely. So you had that dream, right? You do at a young age. Was that the dream? Maybe you know, eventually playing pro and playing for that national team. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. There, there was. It was just visions, right? It was like imaginations in my head. It was like, yeah, dreams. I would have dreams of, you know, me playing playing in front of a lot of people and just playing. At, and again, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know for who. Mm-hmm. I didn't know at what level. I just saw myself, you know, at the big, at, at some big stage, yeah. you know? Definitely. Yeah. When those people, like, you know, when they say, like, I have, a, I have a dream, I have a vision, I think that's way more important, right? Oftentimes when you're trying to figure stuff out, right? People say, like, um, how am I supposed to figure out? How am I supposed to figure out? But if you have a strong enough why, the how would just yeah. figure itself out, right? So you yeah, had that yeah. strong why from a, such a young age, right? You get creative, yeah. you know, you don't even need a park. You can just go on the sidewalk. You can get creative, right? You start using that as a rebounder yeah. or something, right? And just go at it and stuff like that. So, exactly, you know, awesome exactly. Stuff. So how did yeah. you start progressing? Did you end up playing for like local clubs or like, what, what was so, it? So man, man to, to, to be honest with you, um, as a kid, I, I just played for my school teams. Um, so elementary, uh, middle school, on to high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, I would play for, uh, they were like, they were like teams, like, like it was like a Sunday league for kids, you know, it wasn't club, it wasn't competitive. So, uh, back in the day, uh, in Orange County, so I grew up in Costa Mesa, California. Um, but, uh, the big top clubs at that time were, uh, Pateadores, Patty mm-hmm. Doors, 
and Irvine Strikers. They were the two big clubs in, in the region, in, in, the, in the area there. Um, and I actually had friends. I had two friends. One of them, Jesus Garcia Chuy. He played for Irvine Strikers. And then one of my they're good friends growing up, um, Jorge Olivas, he played for Pats. And, um, and I, I, remember, I remember asking George, like, hey, bro, um, you know, can you bring me out? Like, can you, can you please bring me out to your club? Like, I, I want to be a part of it. Like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'll ask. I'll ask my parents and, like, see if they can ask the coach, you know. And, and yeah, I mean, it happened. Like, I was able to uh, – the coach was cool, and he, he allowed for me to come and train. And, and yeah, they were at a different level. Like, I, I was not at par. I was nowhere, you know, near. But, um, and, like I said, yeah, I, I, I grew up playing just uh, – like rack, you know, and, 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 and like I said, I, I played wherever I could, man, wherever I could, when, when I could. So, so nothing, just, nothing ordinary, nothing special, no academy, none of that crazy coaching, no, privates, nothing, just had nothing, a strong nothing, desire nothing. to just keep playing soccer. Just, just, it was pure love and passion and enjoyment of, of the game, man. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I think honestly, what, what, okay. If you were to backtrack, right? Let's say you mm -hmm. had all the things, but you didn't have okay. that desire like what you had. Do you think you would have okay. been able to keep on progressing to that the higher level? Not without the desire, not without the passion, not without the love. Definitely. No. And no. I think that's also where your work ethic comes from too, right? Maybe in a, in a sense. Yeah, it, it's driven. It's driven from that. It's driven from the from the enjoyment. You know, it's like I'm 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 gonna work hard because I I enjoy it. It doesn't feel like work. You get what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's crazy to, to try and describe, but yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like work at all. Mm -hmm. So you're enjoying it. You're having fun, right? You might not be getting the best resources necessarily, but you just have yeah. that strong why. You have that strong desire, and you have that vision to keep pushing forward, right? You might not necessarily exactly. figure out what the how is. Um, I don't know. Is that going to be club? Am I? You know, like what are college going to look like? You know, am I going to camps? But you don't, you don't necessarily really do that. But you still keep on progressing, right? And then so yeah, yeah. at this time, like you're finishing up, you're into that high school, maybe transitioning into college, right? Can you mm -hmm. kind of tell so, me about that experience and how you kept yeah. on progressing? Yeah, great question, and love the transition. That was perfect, spot on. Um, so yeah, um, senior year of high school. Um, so I I played varsity. Uh, sophomore junior senior year um and i think like starting the senior year our our head coach gannon burks he's a he's a military guy um a veteran now uh, but uh he was looking he was looking to somehow bring like college coaches out to watch us play you know because we had we had a, a good team, man. Um, it was a lot of us that grew up together. Like we had been playing together since like elementary. And like, it was just that, that group that like just kind of came together and, and, you know, come senior year in high school, like we were, we were, we were really good. Um, so he was trying to get college coaches out and, and watch us play. But since we were, I think we were like division four, Mm. like yeah exactly like college coaches were probably like yeah you know I'd rather not you know but uh um yeah so so uh thankfully I I I did really well in in high school got good grades and um I was able to 
get a scholarship. Uh, I got a scholarship to go to UCI or UC Santa Barbara. Nice. Um, I got two offers. Yeah. Um, so to UCI was to study criminology. And then to UC Santa Barbara was to study uh, mechanical engineering. And so um, I did a campus visit uh, over in Santa Barbara. And at the time, like their soccer team was a, was a big hype because they had just won uh, the 2006 NCAA national mm -hmm. championship. Okay. And uh, so like they were a big hype, you know, like everybody was like, yeah, UCSB, one of the top, top soccer programs in, in the country. And I'm like, damn, all right, well, I have a scholarship to UC Santa Barbara. Um, I love to play football. Um, let me go check it out. You know, let me go see what, what the hype is all about. So yeah, man, I went, um, the stadium, harder stadium is, is a lovely stadium. Um, I, I remember I went with my older brother and, uh, yeah, we were there. No one was there. And like, I think one of their, one of their head coach, one of their assistant coaches came out. And then he's like, hey, guys, he's like, how you guys doing? We were just there, you know, like on the field. Like, he's like, can I help you guys with anything? And then uh, we were like, oh, yeah, you know, we're, uh, I'm, I'm looking into possibly attending UC Santa Barbara um, and, and, and maybe looking to walk on the team. That's how I told him. And he was like, oh, really? He's like, oh, okay. And then he like kind of like just chatted us up a little bit. And, and that was that, you know. And uh, so, yeah, man, the, so my ultimate decision um, to go to Santa Barbara was because I wanted to walk on the soccer team. It mm -hmm. wasn't because I was going to go and study mechanical engineering. And, uh, <laughs> um, it was because I wanted to go and walk on that soccer team and be a part of that soccer program. So you got a scholarship academically. You didn't, you didn't get a scholarship to go play and you didn't even have a roster spot there. No, no, no. Really? Okay. That was really yeah. interesting. I didn't even know that. I thought you went to Santa Barbara like you got recruited out of high school and stuff. Mm-mm. Nope. Same thing, desire. Nope. You just keep pushing through. So tell me, tell me that tell me the whole process, right? You're okay. still trying yeah. to figure it out. You still you're still trying to figure it out. You think UC Santa Barbara might be the way to go, right? But you have this strong right. desire. You talk to the assistant coach, right? So keep mm -hmm. tell me and keep progressing. Yeah. So so 2009, uh, I graduate high school, you know. Um, we do the campus visit. I make my decision to go to UC Santa Barbara because I want to play football there. And uh yeah, so we go on to UCSB. Uh, spring 2009, my first year in college, I I come out to the team. I show up. Uh, I'm like, hey, uh, I, I'd like to, I'd like to try out. I'd like to walk on the team. Um, I talked to uh, I talked to team uh, Tim Bombstig, who's the head coach there. Um, he's like, yeah, sure. He's like, yeah, come, you know, come give it a go. And so. Yeah, I was with them all of spring ball training. Uh, we played, I think, like one or two games. Um, and yeah, at the end of at the end of the spring season, uh, right before the uh, fall season, which is the season of, of college, um, he calls me into his office. Uh, Tim Bompsy calls me into his office, and he's like. Hey Ronnie, and he's like, I really appreciate uh, you know all your effort and all, all the hard work that you that you've put in this spring season. He's like, but unfortunately, I'm not gonna need you for the for the fall season. Um, and dude, I remember that like I remember that moment like and like you just hearing those those words and and what he had to say and like 
everything kind of just stopped. It was like, like I, I couldn't, I couldn't, like I couldn't like process it, you know. And uh, I remember just being like coming back to my senses, and then just being like, okay, thanks, coach. And I just got up and walked away. Um, I went out of the athletic department. I remember walking out of his office, walking out of the athletic department. Um, I was uh, walking down the street on my way to my apartment and um i called my brother because he's, he's the one that's uh that's just always been keeping me on the right track so he's, he's my father figure um I, I didn't i grew up uh with a single mother um but i called my brother and i'm like hey bro uh bombsy just told me that uh, i've been cut he won't need me for the fall season and i started crying i started bawling and then he's like hey like why are you crying and i'm like i really wanted this like this is why i came here you know and then he's like dude he's like life moves on bro life moves on you're not dead he's like did somebody just shoot you are you still breathing like yeah yeah he's like <laughs> he's like are you, are you still like thinking like what like he's like you know life moves on okay he's like this is what you do you figure out what you know what the next step is you figure it out and yeah, man, that's that. That was it. That was uh, that that was my uh, my uh, my experience with the, trying to walk on the on the team. Wow. You know, whenever yeah. I talk to like, because like a lot of people are like, "Oh, how do you go pro? How do you do this?" And then you mm. hear people's story, and then mm -hmm. you have something like that where you literally make a life decision, right? You move away from your family, go to Santa Barbara, right, mm -hmm. somewhere where it's totally new, and then yeah. the main reasons for soccer. And then you get there, right. and then the guy tells you, hey, man, like, we don't need you. And then right. just like, what am I, like, your identity's tied up to that and everything, right? So tell me that process. I mean, you had a great support system with your brother, but what was the mindset like, right? Because you have two options at the point, okay? I could give up, or I keep exactly. pushing forward, I have this desire. What's that exactly. mindset like? How do you keep pushing forward? And then what's, what's the pro progression after that? Yeah, great question, man. And uh, you hit it spot on. Yeah, there's there's two two ways I could have gone there. Um, it's like, all right, I'm done playing soccer. Like, this is it, right? Or um, let's let's keep playing. Let's see what else is out there, right? So, um, again, it comes back to to the love, the passion, um, the enjoyment that I have uh, when I kick the football. When I when I you know the when I'm in a team environment, um, it comes back. To, it ties back to that. That's ultimately what what just kept me going man so after that um so r like a couple days after that what i did was like okay so what's the what's the team below this team here in my environment um and that was the the, the ucsb clubs men's soccer program that there's a there's a club they have a club there for the men's side and so yeah, I, I forgot how I went about it, but I think I might have emailed the coach or I emailed the captain. That's what I did. I emailed the captain because they had him on the on the on their website. I emailed the captain. He's like, "Yeah, he's like, we're actually having tryouts this week. Like, you should come out." And that was it. I went out there, um, did my thing. You know, just again enjoying it, making sure I was enjoying it, and and always having love for the game and. And and thankfully I, I got I got picked up for the club team, yeah. So that was that was my that was like the next step. Um, I played on the club team for three years, three out of the five years I was there. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, my first, second and third year. Um, and, and that was, that was a really cool experience, man, because, uh, we got to travel. We would travel. We would go up to Berkeley, go down to UCLA, USC. Um, so I, I got that, I got that experience of what, as well as like, you know, traveling and, and playing other schools. So that was cool. Again, it, it wasn't as the, as competitive and as a high level as the, as a, as a D1 program, but, um, it kept me in it and I was having fun. I was connecting with people. Um, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a great experience. Did you end up ever playing with the NCAA team or? Uh, no, no, I didn't really. No, no. Yeah. No, wow. I, I never got, I never got the opportunity to and do then look it. At where you are now. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that's yeah, crazy. Man. So that's very interesting. I never knew that about your story. So, you're not playing at the highest level, right? Right. Yeah, you right. still have this desire to keep pushing forward, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like if people are in your situation, there's a lot of times where they, they get confused. They don't know what to do. Maybe for you, maybe you finished out your degree. Is that correct? Yes, yes. I, you finished yeah, out so your I, degree. I graduated in. Okay. Yeah. You finished out your degree. Yeah. For you, I think, you know, talking just from hearing you, that you still have that desire, but you don't know. You can't figure, you're not, you know, you're not really sure. Usually when people, you know, take that collegiate route, you know, you play for the NCAA and then you either get connections or you get drafted, right? So right. what's that process like? What's the next step? So, so yeah, so uh, at, the, at the time, at, while at UC Santa Barbara, so I was 2009 through 2014 that I was there, I was also playing in a adult league, Sunday league team there. Um, it's a good league, by the way. Um, so yeah, I was playing there and one day, this was like right after I graduated, um, we, we scrimmaged against a uh, U18 uh, Santa Barbara soccer club team. So the local uh, club team there, we scrimmaged against their team, okay, um, with, with, the, with the men's team. And uh, the coach at the time for that, for that uh, boys team, that club team, he was also coach of the Ventura County Fusion. Okay. His name, his name is Rudy Ibarra. Um, so uh, we played against his team. And uh, at the end, of, at the end of the, at the end of the game, I was playing striker at the time. At the end of the game, um, all my teammates were like, dude, like, Coach Rudy was super impressed by like what you did today. Like, um, he's like, you should probably like reach out to him and see if, if he if he can take you to the fusion, you know? And I was like, what? Really? Like, should I? You know? And then they're like, yeah, man. And I was like, I was like, all right, yeah, you know. And uh, I went home. <laughs> I, I I was you know like, I went home after the game, and uh, I was I was still thinking about it. I'm like should I get his contact info? Should I reach out? And then like, I just kind of like, you know, I was like, I reached out to one of my teammates and I'm like, Hey, do you have Rudy's, uh, Rudy's, uh, contact info? I, I, I really want to see if I can get into the fusion and, and give it a go. He's like, yeah, here, here it is, man. And so I reached out to Rudy and I was like, Hey coach Rudy, uh, um, uh, my name is Ronnie. I played against your boys team today. Um, I heard uh, you were uh, impressed by, by what I did today. Um, uh, I, I was like, I also know you're, you're head coach of the Ventura County Fusion. 
I was wondering if I may get an opportunity to come train with your team and see if, if there's a possibility for me to uh, play for you there. And then he's like, this was on a Sunday, uh, Sunday. So we played them Sunday morning and uh, I, I finally got the guts to, to contact him Sunday evening. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, he's like, sure, man. He's like, he's like, come out. He's like, we're training uh, in Ventura, which is like a 45 minute drive to, from Santa Barbara. He's like, we're training in Ventura uh, tomorrow, tomorrow evening, which is Monday. And I was like, nice, thank you, you know? So that was that. I show up on Monday, um, get the training session in. And after the training session, he's like, he's like, hey, uh, he's like, hey, Ronnie, we're playing against the Glasgow Rangers, uh, first division, yeah, club from uh, Scotland um, tomorrow, Tuesday. And he's like, he's like, here's what we'll, here's what we'll do. He's like, you can come dress out, you know, experience the the whole vibe. He's like, but I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing any playing time. And I said, coach, thank you so much for this opportunity. You know, I, I'm like, I don't care if, if I play or not. Thank you so much. And then I just walked away. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so the Tuesday comes around. I, I drive to Ventura. Um, you know, we were in the locker room, uh, the, the college, Ventura College, where they play. And uh, we're in the locker room, we're dressing up. I'm like, I'm like going to tell every guy, introducing myself, like super excited, like, you know, total, total newbie. And uh, the kid in the candy shop, right? <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're probably like, who the, who the heck is this guy, you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, I'm like, I like grabbed the jersey. Um, they gave me the, they gave me number two. Um, I got the jersey. I'm like, nice, like, you know, let's do it. So I put on the jersey and uh, yeah, we start warming up and I started passing. I can't remember who I started passing with, but I was just like, man, this is so cool. And then like, I see like the Rangers warming up on the other side. And I mean, I, 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 I didn't, I wasn't really like focused on what they were doing. I was more focused on like my team. Right. And like just going through that experience and, uh, yeah, bro. So, yeah. So, so we start, we start, we start kickoff, you know, kickoff comes around and, yeah, we're uh, the games, and I'm just there, just sitting on the bench, like just like, man, this is so cool. Like, I can't believe I'm right here right now. And uh, yeah, uh, minute seventy, minute seventy comes around, and uh, Coach Rudy, he's like, Ronnie, get up. You're gonna come on. Uh, he's like, warm up. Make sure you're ready. And I was like, I get up and I like, I point at myself. I'm like, me? He's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, warm up, come on, let's go. <laughs> so like, you know, so yeah, I just, I, I go to the sideline and just, you know, find a space there and kind of just do what I do, what I, what I knew at the time, right? Just try and loosen up, warm up my body. And uh, yeah, so this, this was like, no, this was like 65th minute, my bad, like 65th minute. Okay. Like five minutes later, around 70th minute, uh, he's like, all right, come over. You're coming on, right? I come on around the 70th minute. Um, and yeah, I remember like, I remember being in there, dude, and just like trying to get on the ball. Again, I was playing as a striker, trying oh. to get on the ball, like, you know, trying to like make runs. Like, I'm like, damn, and I, I didn't touch the ball for like two, three minutes. And I'm like, damn, I need, I need to do something. I need to like get on the ball, you know? Yeah. And, um, and yeah, man, so there was this, it was like the 73rd minute. Um, our left back gets the ball. He dribbles their winger, goes past their winger, and then 
Um, he's like kind of like in the inside uh, towards like the the middle of the field, and he looks up. As soon as he looks up, the, their two center backs were like super wide. Like I was like, damn, there's a good gap for me to just make that run right there. So yeah, I, I make a run between the two center backs. He puts a nice through ball in, and now I, I now I'm in a one v one situation, right versus the keeper. I'm like, shoot, like, like, okay, like, you know, trying to think, what, what do I do next? What do I do next? And this guy is big. He's a big guy, you know? So it just made the, made the goal like this. It looked like this. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, damn, damn, there's, there's, no, there's no gap for me to, like, uh, pass, this, pass this ball into the goal. So then, like, I dribbled around him, yeah. and, the, and the touch kind of went a little far. The touch kind of went a little far, but, like, I somehow got to it, bro, and like ended up putting it inside the goal, man. And it was like that moment, bro. Like that moment was like it was like a huge, like confidence boost. Like it, it was just like, damn, I I just did this versus a a first division top, you know, recognized team, uh, Glasgow Rangers. They're, they're recognized. These guys play you know, Europa League, you know, and everything. So, um, again, that, that was kind of like the turning point for me. Um, I was like, I, I can play with these guys. I can play against them. Um, and I, I want to know that, right? Because people can say that that's, in a way, like a lucky experience. And it might be. But for me, when I analyze just your story, I, I don't think there's any luck involved. So, like... If I were to dissect, right, you're, you're preparing, you get cut. Like, I think it all starts from you getting cut from the NCAA team, but yeah. you still have that desire to keep playing, right? You don't know what's going to happen, right? Because like four years before, yeah. or five years before, you never thought you were ever going to score on that Rangers team. You're not, you're not even close, right? So, to be honest with you, Coda, <laughs> I, did, I had no idea who the Glasgow Rangers were, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> But that's yeah. not even a thought process. That's, you don't even know how. But you had yeah. the desire to keep pushing forward, right? And you prepared, yeah. right? I think that's the, the key word, I think, right? You kept on preparing, right? Yeah. And you had a desire, right? And then you just keep pushing forward. And you love soccer. So on top of you playing for the club team and stuff, you also play adult league, right? And then yeah. an opportunity arises, right? Mm-hmm. Because you properly prepare, the opportunity arises. And then you get that opportunity to play, right? I think yeah, a lot yeah, of times people really think cool. luck. I just think when I break down, when I hear from high, high performers, it's like luck is just basically when opportunity meets preparation, right? right. Just like just right. hearing from your story, right? You kept on preparing, you kept on preparing. That moment came, right? You're playing that youth 18 team. All of a sudden that coach is the Ventura County Fusion coach, right? Mm-hmm. He liked you. Mm-hmm. He had the guts mm-hmm. to say, hey, give me an opportunity. Same thing. You were prepared. You executed practice. And then you're able to execute that goal. So just and then that it just a breakthrough happens, right? That's that's so right. amazing. So yeah, I, I mean, I just I just wanted to give a few thoughts and just kind of you know talk about that experience for everybody. You know, like you never might, yeah. you never know, like maybe like what your situation is, right? But like like you know, just from hearing Ronnie's story, right? Just having that strong desire to keep preparing and you just keep going at it. There's gonna be opportunities that come, and can you execute on that? So amazing exactly stuff. yeah and uh and yeah i think a lot of it too is um 
one, I don't know how, like not waiting for opportunities to come. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like going out there, like, I mean, if I would have never reached out to coach Rudy, if I, if I didn't, you know, have the guts, like finally had the guts to be like, okay, I'm going to reach out. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that opportunity would have ever happened. You know, so you can't pray to uh, God and not do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, you know, God, God, God provides. God definitely provides, and, and I'm a firm believer in higher power. But mm-hmm. you know, we 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 have to put apart. We have to do our part as well. And so, um, again, I I always uh, not always, but I, a lot. I hear like players like when I get the opportunity, like you know like when the opportunity comes up but it's like well are you showcasing yourself are you going out there um trying to make this opportunity you know actually happen right you know because it there's very few scouts very few coaches that are gonna that are gonna go out there and be like hey like let me give you this shot you know we have to go and 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 make these opportunities for ourselves you know so and that's a really great point making those opportunities don't just wait right just don't, don't, don't be wait. standing aware coming because to be honest a, a lot of times yeah. you probably won't right and then um yeah, i always say to myself too right it's like always put how can i put myself in a better position how can i put myself mm-hmm. in a better position where an opportunity comes how can i put myself where a scout can be there or where mm-hmm. you know just always constantly trying to put myself in a better situation i think you've done that and you execute yeah, sure. it's amazing so you score that goal for for the fusions. Yeah. Was, oh yeah. I mean, you're on a so, high right now. I mean, you're probably confident. Oh, you're man. like, Whoa, I'm ready. My, <laughs> my confidence is through the roof right now, man. Um, so yeah, that that happens. Um, and I uh, I played, I think like two more weeks with them after that because I I hopped on the team <clears throat> right before the right before the playoffs. So it used to be uh, it used to be called. PDL, yes, Premier yes. De- Developmental League. Yeah. Now it is the USL <clears throat> USL League Two. Okay, mm-hmm. so it was the it was the PDL playoffs that year, 2014. Um, so I got to play. Uh, I think we played uh, round of 16, quarter, and then we got knocked out in the semis. That, yeah, that's what happened. So I got to play three playoff games with them. And I would come on like 15, 20 minutes, last 15, 20 minutes. Um, but again, all that, that, that whole experience was really cool because uh, we, we traveled to Tucson, Arizona, um, you know, busing with the guys and just all that was new to me, right? Like, again, I had never uh, experienced anything like that. So it was really cool. Um, so yeah, that, that happened, that ended uh, sometime in like July, early July, mid-July. <clears throat> and... So yeah, uh, I was in Santa Barbara still. And so now I was like, okay, so what's next? Like, what, what do I do, right? So um, I ended up going back home to Orange County um, to live with my mom. And um, I started working at an enterprise, the rental car company. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I started working there. And, and at the same time, just, I would, so I would, you know, go to the gym in the morning before work and after work, I would go out and, and just do like ball work, ladder work. Um, on the weekends, I would go play adult league. Um, on the weekdays, sometimes go play uh, like indoor um, somewhere like adult adult leagues as well. 
So I was just trying to, again, stay ready for, for anything, right? Exactly. Exactly. Just, you know, just trying to be ready for, for anything. And so, um, sometime in August, I got an email from the fusion. Um, they were promoting their, their combine, uh, for October. Okay. Um, so I was like, yeah, uh, you know, we're going to have, we're going to have, uh, these USL coaches come in and, and, you know, they're going to, they're going to be their scouting players and, you know, they break it all down, like which teams are going to come, which coaches and, and, and everything. So I was like, dang, I was like, this is, this, this could be like a, this is a, this is a big opportunity if I decide to do it. Right. So yeah, man, I, I signed up, paid my fee. I think it was like 150 bucks. Like it was a, it was a little cheaper back in the day. Um, prices have definitely gone up like with everything, right. Inflation, inflation. Um, but, um, yeah, so I paid my fee and, and, uh, October came around with the combine is it, it was a two day combine, uh, Saturday, Sunday. And dude, I was, I felt really good, like all around mentally, physically. Um, again, I felt like I had prepared for this opportunity and I just went, I just went and, and did my thing, man. And it was, it's funny because, um, so coach Rudy was there obviously. Right. And, uh, I was on his team. So they, what they do is they, we had four different teams and we would play uh, 30 minute halves and just kind of like rotate the teams and, and, that's that's what combines are there's just games Coach, right. coaches want to see you in the game they don't want to see you you know passing drills all this stuff yeah. you know what i'm saying so um yeah so i was in coach rudy's team he had a team and, and i was in his team and he's like all right ronnie you're going up top striker yeah he knew yeah he knew me as a striker right and uh and uh and i you know i started playing and i wasn't getting the ball much and i wasn't like able to I wasn't able to to show what I could do, right? Because I, I, the ball wasn't coming up, up up top. The ball wasn't getting to me. So I told I told Coach Rudy, I was like, "Hey, Coach, um, can you put me at holding mid, please?" He's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, "What?" He's like, "You're a striker," and I was like, "No, please play me at holding mid." And then he's like, he's like, "All right, all right." And then there was like some other guy playing holding mid. He he brought him out, puts me in. And dude, like I just unleashed, bro. Like I, I unleashed. Like I, I don't know what came in me, through me. Like I unleashed, and uh, you know, just started like breaking plays, tackling, recovering balls. Started getting like I was super confident. I was getting the ball from my defenders, distributing the ball going forward. Like, um, I mean, I, I didn't even recognize myself at the time. Like it was just like this they call it the flow, the flow zone, the flow state. Right. And, uh, yeah, man, I, after the two days I, I did really, I felt like I did really well both days. And, and after the, after the second day, um, on that Sunday, like Sunday afternoon, once everything is done, um, they have us thank the coaches and, and come around and kind of let, you know, just chat with them a little bit. And, um, yeah, I go, I go around, um, you know, shake all the coaches hands and thank them. And, and the last coach was uh, Steve Trichu, who was a, uh, who was a, uh, he had gotten hired um, for the switchbacks. Um, and it was coming into the inaugural season in 2015. And uh, yeah, man, he's like, he's like, hey, he's like, uh, 
he's like really good job he's like uh he started asking me he's like are you married um you got kids <laughs> yeah he started like asking me questions right because obviously he was interested mm-hmm. right and they want to know all this stuff to to gotta get a feel for like how much money they they're gonna give you and again as as a rookie coming in they're gonna give you a shitty contract mm-hmm. to be honest right um so uh, yeah, he started asking me all these questions, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm single. I don't have any kids. Like, he's like, all right. He's like, he's like, you, you're gonna be hearing from me uh, pretty soon. That's what he told me. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, thank you, coach. Thank you. You know, so I, I walked out of there like with a great feeling, man. And yeah, again, this was on a Sunday. Um, I, I go to work the next day, Monday. I'm at Enterprise, you know, just trying to rent out cars and. <laughs> And uh, Tuesday, while I'm at work, I'm, I'm like, dude, I'm like refreshing my email, like all day, all day Monday, like refreshing my email, all day Tuesday, refresh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, dude, like Tuesday afternoon, I see Steve Trichu, uh email from Steve Trichu at switchbacks.com, um, 2015 USL uh, co- like offer contract offer on the subject line, I'm like, like, I, again, like everything stopped, right? Like, I'm like, what, like, what, like, what this, this is happening right now? And I didn't even open the email. I, like, I didn't, first, first person I called was my brother. I was like, yo, uh, coach Steve just sent over a contract, man. He's like, no way. He's like, you know, congratulations. I'm super happy for you. And he's like, you know, what are they offering? Like, what, what are they giving you? And I'm like, Dude, to be honest, I haven't opened it, and I don't care. I don't care how you know, <laughs> you know, like, I yeah. So that's 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 how it all happened, man. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, such a blessing, bro. That's so crazy. Like hearing about your first experience, your first breakthrough in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Calling your brother, right? Like, like you told me, you called your brother once when you got cut from UCSB, and then you mm. call your brother when you get that contract. Like. Mm. Tell me about that. Just like, like, you know, all, was it worth it? Like all that struggle and all that pain you had to go through and then your brother telling you to keep pushing forward. How much was your brother? Like how much was he a support to you? My brother has been a support all my life, man. All my life. Um, and the crazy thing is he and I are half brothers. Um, same, we're same mom, different dads. But um, so he was born in Honduras and he came here at uh the age of 14 um him and i are like eight seven years apart but yeah he's always he's always looked out for me man he's always trying to kept me in the right path you know kept me out of trouble you know when i would be doing like trying like do crazy stuff like maybe join a gang like he'd be like what the heck are you doing bro like <laughs> slap some sense on me you know yeah like what do you yeah so he i'm i mean i'm super thankful for him and my mom that like instilled good good values good principles um from the beginning and i mean i I wouldn't be who i am right now uh, if it wasn't for them so yeah my my brother my brother's a huge football fanatic man he loves he loves the game and he played too um and he he, actually it was because of him that i started playing adult i started playing adult league at like 14 years old bro (laughs) like like with the the, the, the guys with men with men like (laughs) 30, 32 year olds, like, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he took me because he would play that, right? So he, he, he'd take me um, as a kid and he's like, yeah, you're gonna toughen up here. And he'd yell at me, dude, I lose the ball. 
Like I'd get knocked out, yell at me, right? So that I mean that toughened that toughened me up quick, man. But yeah, he's he's been he's been a huge support system, and I can't I can't thank thank him enough. What was that feeling like when you were able to finally you know that desire all your life, right? Like looking back, right? You're that little kid kicking on that sidewalk, and then you're finally able mm. to tell all your fam- friends and family, especially your brother too, right? That you're able. Yeah, man. That what was that feeling like for you? Oh, I like uh, at Enterprise, right? At Enterprise, was it? You know? I was, I was in an office. Yeah, I was. So they had like a satellite, these satellites. Um, we, I was actually at a, I was at a, at the Jaguar, Jaguar uh, dealership. Okay. Because we have, we have satellites, right? Uh, okay. So we, could be, we could be at a, de- we could be at a like a branch, yeah. our actual office, or you could be at a dealership, right? Um, they have different like little satellites like that, and um, yeah, I was there, man, and. Uh, Dude, I was like, I just couldn't believe it, bro. I was like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Like, where's the Jaguar? Let me take it for a spin. <laughs> yo, I was like, yo, yeah, for real. Get the, where's the manager? Where's the manager here? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, man. But um, So you sign, end up signing with Colorado that first season, and then yeah. you make that breakthrough, right? How was, how was the experience like when you first played uh, professionally? I mean, it was... It was different, man. It was different coming into preseason. Um, I wasn't used to the pace, right? The pace of the ball, uh, pace of the players' movement. You know, it was all. I was all different, like, and I struggled. I struggled. You know, I struggled to uh, to keep up and to um, to ultimately you know, learn, learn the ways. And it's, it's, a, it's a different level. It was a different level from obviously adult league and, um, you know, club college club soccer. So, yeah, I want to um, ask the question, right? You playing at, so you such a high competitive level now compared to maybe mm-hmm. all the previous places that you played at when you were in, when you got immersed into that environment, what, what's the biggest thing you saw compared to like, maybe, you know, you've played with a lot of, quote unquote, you know, like just regular players, average players, amateur players, and then all of a sudden you get to that pro, pro level. What's that? Yeah. What's, what's the what's the big difference? What's the separation? Why is there someone that's average and why is there someone that's professional? Okay. So, yeah, I mean, um, so at the time as a rookie, uh, what I saw was, was mainly just the speed of play. Um, Speed of play was a lot faster than what I was used to, um, but at that at that time, that was mainly it. And obviously, like technical abilities, right? A little better than like obviously amateur or you know um, college club, whatever. But so yeah, the technical abilities and the speed of play that was the main thing. Um, but like now as you know, because they say it's it's hard to make it into the pros, and it's a lot harder to stay in the pros, right? So like uh, now, I mean now, like as going on to my seventh season in the league, not now I uh, I understand that what what separates because we're all here, we're at, we're at this level because we can all play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's not the like that's no doubt. Y'all know how to kick a ball. We, Y'all know how to do that, right? We can all play, right? But what separates those that, that 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 do well and that stay, you know, and that play for multiple years, and it's it's mindset, mindset. 
that's what it is. What kind of mindset does someone need in order to just keep continuing? Like what's, I mean, like one, like one thing that you've always had the mindset of is just outworking everybody and also the preparation part, right? Yep. Yep. That was, uh, that was definitely, uh, that was a lot. That was mainly what, what, what kept me, what kept me in. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, I've learned that it's, you have to, you have to have a, a growth mindset, meaning, meaning you, you know, you have a bad training session. You gotta, you gotta be like, instead of, instead of, instead of like putting yourself more, more down and digging yourself more into a bigger hole, you have to be like, okay, you have to reflect, right? It's like, what did I do wrong? Okay. My passing was crap. Okay. So how am I going to improve that? Right. How am I going to improve my passing? Okay. Um, Maybe I can, and you start thinking solutions, right? Maybe after training, I stay 20 minutes with a teammate. I ask, I ask the teammate to help me, mm. right? And we just whatever you, you come, you, you, that's, that's the growth mindset. That's what it is. It's, you know, not letting you, not letting one setback, two setbacks bring you down and, and, and you keep digging yourself in the hole and thinking that you're not going to do it and cause you're not good enough. Right? No, where, in my opinion, no one is born with abilities, skills, or anything, right? If we if we set our mind to to wanting to improve and 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 wanting to get better, at whatever we want to do, through practice, through you know uh, study, through reflection, through all that, we're gonna get better, no doubt. You you're in the professional level, right? But yeah. it's not always you're gonna score that ranger goal, right? You're gonna have high yeah. high. You're gonna have highs and you're gonna have lows, right? And then a lot of times people yeah. say like, right, don't get too highs on the high, don't get too on lows on those. That's the mindset going through. Having that growth mindset. Okay, even if you're having a bad day, hey, let's keep pushing forward. Let's keep going. Because um, right, like even at the professional level, there's gonna be good days and bad days, right? Of course, always. Mm-hmm. So in life. In right, life, in life you know, in general, coronavirus yeah, happened and all that. This stuff can happen all the time. So, yeah, um, I want to also ask you as a professional, right? I think yeah. mindset, also having confidence, is such having key. Having played over for seven years now, how have you been mm-hmm. able to get confidence within your game? What are some things that you do to get confidence? Great question, brother. Great question. Uh, so, what I found for myself is that. I need to make sure that I'm putting in work, right? So whether I'm getting my ass in the gym, whether I'm putting extra work after training, uh, um, my habits during training, I, I need to make sure that I'm doing what I need to do to make it a good training session. Because that, that's where I build my confidence, right? And it could be different for, for it's different for everybody, mm-hmm. right? Some people, some people get confidence from other things, like maybe even just watching a high-level pro, pro football game. Like, they'll get, they don't have to go train. They'll get confidence just by watching that, right? <laughs> or maybe, you know, other players like to go and, and have a beer or two and just go. That's how they get confidence. You know, we all have, we're all different, right? But the way I get my confidence 
is I need to be I need to make sure I'm putting in the 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 work. Cause come game day, if if I know that I trained like shit, I'm not gonna feel confident coming into that game. Mm-hmm. That and that's just the way I am. That's just the way I am. But like I said, there's everyone has their thing. I know I've heard of I've heard of like pro top players like I don't know if you know the Brazilian Romario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I've heard that like and I've read books on it too that like um this guy this guy wouldn't show up to training sometimes. Like while that while that Barcelona, he wouldn't show up to training sometimes. Yeah. And like he he's Brazilian, he would go party, right? But he would show up to the game and score two, three goals. <laughs> you know, so it's like again, like <laughs> And I'm not, I'm not trying to give the wrong message. <laughs> right, I'm right, not right. trying to give the wrong message here. Like go party go, because no, like, right. But at, at the end of the day, like what I want to say too, is that like his career wasn't long. Yeah. He did great things and he would come into games and, and be a game changer, but mm-hmm. his career wasn't long because he wasn't, he wasn't making the, the right decisions. You also get some stuff out of that too, right? It's like, not everybody has the same way. Not everybody works differently. But also, find yeah. what works for you. Find that way that you yeah, can get man. confidence, right? For yeah, you, that's exactly. doing extra reps, up and getting that training session, feeling confident doing training so you can start executing. For the other yeah. guy, the Brazilian guy, it's the party. <laughs> Bro, exactly. Yeah, man. Everyone everyone has their ways. Everyone has their thing. And um, But, I, I mean, uh, to me, I've learned that um, – and I and every every year I pick something up, right? Like you have to pick something up. You know, if we're not learning, then we're just we get stuck there. But uh, to me, it's all that like so so like strength and conditioning, like getting into the gym. All that is like is looked down upon, or it used to be looked down upon by soccer players, right? Mm-hmm. It was like like you know, we we, we don't lift. That's doesn't we don't lift. Like we play football, right? But it's like, what I've come to understand is like, well, you know, that, that's going to that's gonna help. Ultimately, that's going to help you, whether it's going to make you stronger to show the player off, whether it's going to make you faster, right, to, to, for a 1v1 to get past opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main thing, the main reason why I do gym sessions is for injury prevention. And, and, and um, to the day, Knock on wood and thank God, I haven't had a severe injury that's kept me out for more than a month. You know, so um, that's the reason I'm a firm believer in, in gym work, strength work, because of that. Because I, I, need, I, I believe that if I have my muscles strong, right, then I can uh, – a, a little, like, ankle roll is not – it's going to be nothing. Right? I'm, I'm, my muscles are – my ligaments, my muscles are strong enough to – Right. You know, bring that back to where it needs to be, right? Mm-hmm. And that that that's why I do it, man. Yeah. Wow, awesome, <clears throat> awesome. So this is like, this yeah. is like a golden nugget for just the soccer player, right? Like that. Yeah, it's like don't don't you know don't. And the thing is too is like, you lift, right? You lift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just work. Get back from yeah from lifting. <laughs> yeah, it, it's work, right? Like it, it it's taxing on the body. Yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, that's that's you you tell a footballer like all right let's go to the gym like be like what do you mean i just got done with training i'm tired mm-hmm. you know but it's like it's only gonna benefit you man yeah. you know it's only gonna benefit you so um yeah for yeah. me also it's like injury prevention too because i'm coming back from an injury but it's also 
knowing that I, I went to the gym a couple, however many times a day for me, like for me, I'm trying to at least do two workouts a day. Um, right. I'm getting better, but I think what's really separating me for everybody else, it's just, that's where I get my confidence, knowing that I got my workouts and knowing exactly. that I'm doing the work and just exactly. internally, like if, that, like if someone tells me like I'm a bad player, like, like I'm like, I, I don't really care about that person because I know confidently I'm putting in the work, right? So long as I keep on putting in the work and I have people assessing me and keeping me better, I know yeah. like I'm just gonna keep on progressing, right? And I know that yeah, works for me. Maybe it might be the same for you. Partying yeah. doesn't really help me out that much, but I know that confidence is such a key in order for you to keep progressing and especially being at a high level. So um, really great stuff. I, um, I also wanna kind of pivot because then yeah. I know you also played abroad, right? So yeah, so I want to know I, that experience and what that was like. Of course. Yeah. Of course, so you, you finished so, up, you know, you broke in and stuff. You have, you know, you're trying to build like, confidence. You're getting your foot wet in. How was that experience yeah. like also playing abroad? So uh, I'm going to clarify because I actually didn't play abroad, um, but I did have an experience abroad. Um, okay. So I'll explain. Okay. But uh, so, yeah, so 2015, I come, I play in Colorado uh, rookie year. Um, I didn't, I didn't play much throughout like mid midway until midway of the season where I started playing more and starting games. Um, and then I got picked up, they picked up my option to come and play 2016 back in, uh, Colorado Springs. And, um, I was, I was a starter. I was, I prepared off season, prepared, man, prepared, prepared. So I felt really confident coming into 2016 season. Um, I felt like I did really well. Uh, I felt like I killed it. I killed it. Um, we got knocked out in the first round of playoffs that year. Um, our first year, we actually went into like second round. But uh, so, yeah, that was that. Um, at the end of the season, 2016, I, I was uh, I was without a contract. But coach, coach uh, Trichu wanted me to come back. He was offering for me to come back. But I was kind of like. I was kind of like big headed. Like I was like, I deserve more. Right. I, I had a great season and I, I didn't tell him this, but I was thinking this, right. I was like, I just, I, I, I deserve more. I killed it this season. Like, I know, like I'm going to go explore and I'm going to go see if there's anything else out there. Right. So, <clears throat> um, I get in contact with, uh, his name is Marco Ibarra which is Rudy Ibarra's son, okay? Uh So Marco Ibarra, he's an agent, right? And um, he, I don't know if he still is, but at the time he was heavily connected with Celaya Club Deportivo, which is in Mexico, uh, uh, Celaya Guanajuato in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is a, a, at the time it was a Ascenso MX, so second division in Mexico. And, I forgot how we how we connected, but yeah, he reached out. He's like, "Hey, man, I just saw you. You had a really good season." Um, he's like, "I uh, I'm I'm heavily connected in Mexico with this team called Celaya. I don't know if you ever heard of them." And I'm like, uh, "To be honest, I've never heard of them. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I, growing up, I watched the first division, Mexico uh, Liga MX. Yeah." <clears throat> um, and he's like, "Well, he's like, I, I'd love to I'd love to bring you out and and um, you know." give you an opportunity here and I was like I was like dang like, that sounds really cool like 
you know, because again, I grew up watching a lot of Mexican soccer first division. So to me, it was like, wow, awesome. Like, yeah, I was like, so how do like, how do we go about it? You know? And at the time I was also getting interest from uh, Arizona. They used to be called Arizona United Soccer Club, now Phoenix Rising. Okay. Um, yeah. So I was getting interest from them. Uh, Frank Yellup was the head coach there, and he was uh, he was showing interest. And so what we ended up what we ended up uh, wanting to do was I was gonna sign for Arizona with a they <laughs> it was crazy they, they were gonna do a one dollar buyout. Uh, it was a dollar buyout just yeah. in case Celaya wanted to sign me, oh, right? Okay. Right, right? Yeah. So so. Um, this was what this was what Marco was wanting to set up uh, the agent um, because he was he he's tight with uh, Frank Yallop as well okay. over at Arizona right so so that's what he that's what he brought to the table right and that's what he told me he wanted to do so I'm like I'm like dude yeah let's make that happen that's a great idea because if Celaya doesn't work out then I'll have uh, the contract with Arizona and uh, we'll, we'll have something secured right. And then he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, let me, let me see if I can sort this stuff out. And I'm like, all right, cool. So this was, uh, this was again, after the 2016 sometime, we started chatting around, uh, like mid October, late October. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. So like, you know, a few weeks go by and I'm, and I keep reaching out to him, like just bugging him about it, you know, cause like, you know, I was like really like wanting this again. Right. And he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, man, relax. Like, I'm trying to sort things out, you know? And uh, I'm like, all right, cool, man. And then he finally gets back to me. Um, this was before Celaya's preseason out in Mexico. And then he's like, dude, I've just, I've just shown, uh, I've just showed the, uh, the GM over at Celaya your highlight video. And they want to sign you, man. They're like super interested. They like what they see. And uh, again, I was naive at the time, bro. And I'm like, I'm like, nice, man. Like, awesome. He's like, uh, he was like, yeah, yeah. They want to bring, you know, they want to bring you out and, and sign you. He's like, what? he's like, you're going to come to preseason and, and everything. I'm like, nice. So like, yeah, we make it happen. I go out there, right? <clears throat> I have little money saved. Um, wasn't making a lot of money. I'm still not making a lot of money in the USL. Sure. Um, and I go out there, man, and I yeah, just I'm like, dude, this is it, you know, like let's make this happen. I remember going out there, and uh, yeah, I get there, man. I I start like I was super motivated, inspired. Call it what you want. Training, I felt like I was training really well. Um, and yeah, like two weeks in, right? Like I see, like obviously they're bringing in players, right? And uh, I mean, all these guys are coming in signed, like with signed, with contracts and everything. And I'm hearing all about this, right? And uh, one day after training, I'm like, I'm like, hey, Marco, um, you know, I see these players coming in. They have their contracts already sorted out, signed. Um, I'm like, I'm, I'm wondering if if I'm going to be able to sign a contract, right? And then he's like, he's like, hey, dude, like, I need to tell you that um, I'm actually in bad terms right now with the GM and he doesn't really want to like, he doesn't want to have anything to do with me right now. And, and in my head, I'm like, wait, what? He's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, so what we're going to do is like, we're going to have you negotiate your contract with him. Um, and I was like, in my head, I'm like, 
Isn't wait, that's your job? job. Yeah. yeah, that's you're the agent. That's your job, right? I'm supposed to kick so, the soccer ball. You're supposed to do the paperwork. <laughs> right, right. You're supposed to do the negotiating, right? So, um, so I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm like, dude, no worries, man. I was like, I'll do it. I was like, I'll go in there and talk to him, you know? And he's like, all right, cool. Like, yeah. He's like, this is what you need to tell him that you want this, that, blah, 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 right? If he comes back with this, then you tell him this, right? So he's kind of like guiding me, right? And I'm like, all right, man, yeah, let's make it happen. I was like, when are, I was like, when are you going to set that meeting up? And he's like, he's like, let me sort it out let me, uh, within these next few days, okay? And I was like, all right, all right, you know, like super naive, bro. And uh, yeah, these next few days go by. Um, again, I'm still training well. I feel like I'm training well. Um, and then I reach out to Marco. I'm like, hey, man, like, when am I going to get uh, a chance to speak to Guillermo Lara? was the GM. I don't know if he's still the GM there, but this guy, these guys are like big agents. They own a bunch of teams, a bunch of players. They like run the show out there, bro. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, next week, next week. And he just kept me like that, bro. Next, next few days, next week. And then all that, I was like, I was starting to put things in my head. Like, dude, I'm not, I'm not good enough. I'm like, I'm not going to get signed here. Like, and so, Again, I was messing with my own mind and that was transferring over to my performance on the training, on the pitch, right? So, dude, it got to a point where I felt like I couldn't even make a pass, dude. Like, I, I felt, it felt like I was so scared to, like, get on the ball. Like, just my confidence was, like, at an all-time low, dude. Um, and... And yeah, man, it, it got to a point where I, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it anymore. And uh, I was there, I was there five weeks. Out of the five weeks that I was there, I didn't get paid a single penny. And um, again, I was like spending the little money that I had. So I was running out of money, right? And uh, yeah, it got to the point where I, I told Marco, like, look, Marco, um, I'm going back to the US, man. I'm getting out of here. And then uh, he was like, all right. He's like, buy your plane ticket and get out of here. What? Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. And uh, that was my experience there. And, uh, and um, uh, dude, for a while, like, for a while, I was really um, like, impacted by that experience. Like, my confidence like, on, the, on the field. Like, um, it was very, like, a, it was, like, a very Trump. Tra- how do you say the word trauma, tra- traumatizing traumatic yeah yeah traumatizing experience right um yeah man but like that's crazy that's just you can yeah. just say how that wasn't anything soccer really that's just like that's how powerful the mind is how it can control your body to the point yeah you're a professional soccer yes. player you you can score goals against rangers and all of a sudden like you just don't even like just one day right you're exactly. taking yourself out like and then yeah. just all that confidence, you can just see. So when you say like, what's so, up as a professional, it's that mindset, right? It's up here. Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. I mean, so, throughout your careers, you have the highs and lows. How yeah. are you able to overcome that? And then <clears throat> what was, what's the progression for that? Like what happened? So, so man, like, um, so I, I've been, I've been really blessed, lucky, um, probably what you want but a lot a lot of it is you know uh there's definitely uh, there's definitely luck in there um so after that experience um after making my decision to come back to the u.s i reached out to 
to, to Steve, to the switchbacks. Okay. And um, coach was like, dude, like, yes, like, I want you back, you know? He's like, the only problem is that this was, like, late. They were about to start preseason. He's like, the only problem is that um, I don't have a lot of money for you. I have pretty much – he told me I have scraps. Like, I've already signed uh, all, all the players that, that, uh, that, uh, that the budget allows me for and that I'll be needing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have scraps, right? So I, I told him, like, look, coach, like, I just want to play. I told him I just want to play. And then he's like, all right. So, yeah, man, he signed me on a super low salary. And uh, I came out here 2017 again, um, played. Uh, he made me captain that year. Really? Yeah, he, ma- he made me captain 2017. And, dude, just looking back, bro, um, I, I can't – I'm extremely blessed uh for steve pitchy man uh, and super thankful for him because he he saw something in me that maybe i didn't even see because um he maybe he maybe he saw that my confidence was a little low right he saw me different from from the end of 2016 and then going through the experience in mexico and then coming back to to his team i think he saw like the the, the confidence in me just you know that drop Cause he knows, so, where, he knows where, you, where you're playing at, right? And he knows. Yeah. I mean, he, he saw like, dude, at the end of 2016, he told me, he's like, Ronnie, you can play in the MLS. He's like, from what I saw, he's like, you can play in the MLS. Right. And dude, he even asked me, like, he's like, what's something different that you like, what you do in the off season? And I was like, well, I was lifting a lot coach. I was getting a lot of touches on the ball. Like he's like, but now looking back at that question, what he was trying to make me say was that my mindset, I was at a different level with my, with my mindset. You get what I'm saying? But I didn't realize that at the time because like, to me, like the word mindset, I don't know what that meant. Like, you know, but it's all through experience that you start realizing what that is. Right. And so, yeah. So like him making me captain, I think was for, for me to get that confidence back. Right. So he wasn't, he wasn't only being a coach, right like trying to teach us things on the field concepts uh football concepts whatever right he, but he was he's also a, if, if you look at it in that sense he's also a great manager right because he saw he saw my my drop in confidence so he's like i'm gonna make this guy captain maybe that'll like raise his confidence you know so i don't know if i don't know if that was it if that's that's why he did it or like i don't know but uh, that's the way i i think about it and so yeah i came back 2017 I don't, I felt like I didn't, I didn't perform well. Again, it was due to, I was still, you know, traumatized over that experience. Um, I felt, felt very, very uh, not confident at all on the pitch. Um, I felt like my movements were like just off, completely off. Like, um, so yeah, I felt like I was having to try for everything, man. And um, it was super taxing, like just mentally more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my 2017 season, and then it was crazy because 2000 after 2017, um, again, like I was still like not big headed because I was low in confidence, but like still like wanting more, and I felt like I deserved more. Sure. So I reached out to Frank Yallop, um, 
because I found out that he was moving. So he, again, he was head coach at Arizona. Okay. And then uh, they, so they had hired him for Fresno FC the inaugural oh, year oh, to be GM there, to be GM oh, for Fresno okay. FC, right? So I'm like, oh, dang. Like, he's shown interest in the past. I was like, I'm going to reach out and see if maybe he can get me there, right? And so that's how that move happened through Frank Yellow. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I ended up in Fresno. Um, and, yeah, and, and in while in Fresno, I was still – I wasn't my – I still didn't feel like myself, like my – yeah, I was still again low, low in confidence, and just you know having to think about things like things on the pitch, like things that I found natural in 2016. That like again, I was in, I was, I felt like every game I was in the flow, man. Like not, not having, again, the flow is not that you're not thinking, but it's like it's almost like you don't, you don't think as hard, not, right? Yeah, right? it's like you don't think, right? Just it just your body knows what to do. And, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, oh, you're thinking, you're yeah. obviously you're thinking, right, but it's right. like. It almost feels like you don't have to try to mm-hmm. think, you know? But uh, everything comes naturally. But I want to yeah. tell you, like, okay, so how are you, like, as a professional, I think also what a pro means is even if you're in a bad situation, you can overcome that and keep progressing. Yeah. What are, yeah. What are the steps that, what are some steps that help you, like, keep on progressing? Because, like you said, it's easy um, to get in, but it's hard to stay there. Yeah, for sure. There's there's a lot of steps that um, that it that it entices. You have to number one recognize right that you're in that situation, um, and obviously that's 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 the easy step. It's like fuck, I'm feeling like shit, and obviously you're recognizing it, right? Um, but then there's number two is like finding solutions, right? So um, a lot of times. Um, like our ego, right? When we, when there's people who are better than us, we tend to like, mm, maybe like there's like envy creeps in, uh, hate, you know, because they they do things better than us, or you know, comparison. But comparison, you start comparing, right? But I think it's like if we realize that, like, okay, they're they're obviously they're better than us. Right. So like, why not go and ask for help? Like, mm-hmm. go, yeah. Go, you know, instead of hating like, on them, be like, Hey, yeah. bro, what are you doing? Like, help me out. Man. Don't, don't, don't hate associate. Right. Like, <laughs> go, yeah, go, go and be like, Hey man, like it's impressive how you, how you finish your finishing is, is incredible. Well, like, what do you, what do you do? What are you thinking? What are you looking at? Like, go ask questions. Right. Um, and I mean, I, I mean, I've like, I've, I've been where like, damn, that guy's fucking good. Like, like there's envy's creeped up in me, like, right? Because I've been, I've been where like, I've been a favorite, and like, I've been at a high, right? And now I see this guy killing it, and it's like, shit, like, damn, I've been there, like, you know, like things like little things like that, right? But, mm-hmm. but I, I like we, I think I feel like we need to recognize, like, associate, go ask for help. See how they do it. Ask questions, right? So th- that's one of the ways you, we, we can get out of those ruts. Um, number two, uh, I would say another another thing that could help is, is reading, reading books, read, read uh, autobiographies of, of professional players, right? 
they they talk about all the time their setbacks and how they overcame those setbacks, right? Um, so reading definitely helps. Um, analyzing videotape, go and watch, go and watch your last game. You play 20 minutes, all good. What did you do well in those 20 minutes? What didn't you do well in those 20 minutes? How are you going to improve the things that we didn't do well, right? Um, so nowadays, just technology, man, we're, we're able to do all that easily, you know? So, yeah, film, read, um, um, work. <laughs> keep, yeah, if, if you keep working, you know, sooner or later, you're going you're gonna to get out of that rut. Um, having that mindset of being able to find solutions and just keep yeah there and keep pushing yeah man awesome. and ultimately I, I go back and tie it back to to the love and the passion that i have for the game because without it um i still wouldn't be playing you know right right because yeah. I, I mean at times even if you're a pro there's going to be good days there's going to be bad days right but at the end of the day i mean of course Honestly, for me, tell, it's like I think that's like one of the best jobs you can ever have, <laughs> right? It's yeah, so dude, it's it's it, it's a blessing. It's definitely mm-hmm. a blessing. And um, I was talking to my fiance's uncle two days ago, two nights ago, and that's exactly what he told me. He's like, you know, you guys playing at that level, like you guys are privileged. You you guys have this privilege that like so many other players wish they had, you know, and it, um, it also made me realize that like, like, yeah, at times I've gotten comfortable where I'm at. Right. But if I, if I were to, if I were to, uh, think about like, how can I be improving? Like, what can I do today to, to make, make myself a better player, make my teammates better. Right. Um, if, if we could think like that every day, right, and have that mindset every day, man, like who knows what, what we could reach, right? Definitely. But yeah, like um like a lot of a lot of times like I, I find myself kind of just going through the motions, right? And 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 maybe and maybe this is not a good excuse, but um I'm a firm believer in like energy, you know, being transferred through like people right mm. so if i if i see a teammate kind of just going through the motions slacking then i might do that right mm. even if it's not my nature but it's like we have to recognize that like we're the ones that are in control especially of ourselves our attitude we're great right right so if if people are seeing you do if your teammates are seeing you do this kind of stuff mm. then it's it's a matter of time when everybody's going to get on, on that level. Right. Right. Cause this, this energy is being transferred. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally agree with you. Like, um, one of my great mentors, I know you also know him. His name is Ed Milet. He talks yeah. about the person of developments working with As a legend. Definitely yeah. Amazing. He also talks about how your environment can also affect, right. If there mm-hmm. is a bad example, but if there's 10 alcoholics, that are associated with you, you're not going to be the designated driver. You're eventually going right. to be 11. Same exactly. exact thing. Honestly, the reason why I also wanted to connect with you, I've heard so many great things about you. Maybe me putting, getting closer to the environment with you, I could see a couple of things, right? But also like training at higher levels, they're not going to come down to your level, right? Like, and Malik talks about the thermostat, right? He, he heats you up. 
right? Mm-hmm. If you're at a 90 and I'm at a 70, you're not going to come down to 70. I have right. to get heated up. Maybe I get heated up to 80. Maybe I start going to 90, right? So yeah. environments can vary uh, uh, associated. Same way, right? If you have lower people around you, maybe negative mindset that you're mm-hmm. eventually going to start going down. And if you see someone that's like kind of like lacking in that, right? Wake them up. Like, hey, what, what are you doing, man? Stop going through the motions, right? Yeah. Let's keep pushing forward, right? Yeah. And um, that's, that, you know, like energy so much. Right? Energy yes, can be the same thing with the confidence, right? Um, mm-hmm. Not being able to perform. That, the example they told, they told about Mexico, right, can very much affect yeah. such in, a, so, uh, in so many ways. And yeah. that your mind is so powerful in what it, what it can do. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's definitely um, step one before anything, right? The, the mind, yeah. Man, so many great things. I'm, we're coming down to the wire. I just want to ask a couple last questions before we wrap it up. Um, playing over the years, right? For so many years, I want to know in your professional career, whatever, whatever it may be, what's one of your most favorite memory of you playing soccer? Is there like a favorite goal? Is there like a favorite? I mean, that yeah. Ranger goal is probably really cool, but I, I want to know like, oh man, that's a great question, bro. That's a great question. Excited, yeah, yeah, put me on the spot with this one. Um. There's a lot. You can let you can go. Just, you can, we have, yeah, we have a little bit of time. If you have time, we can just, go off a couple. Just, just thinking, just thinking. Uh, right now with that question, there's a lot coming in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I remember as a kid, um, scoring my first bicycle kick. Wow. That was super cool. Yeah. That was like, you know, because yeah. you, you see, I would, I would see like the pros do it on TV, you know, and I just gave it a goal one time and it, and it went in, bro. And, yeah. and it wasn't like a, like a full on like bicycle kick where I was like fully in the air, you know, yeah. like, it, like the contact was amazing. It was like a half contact, like <laughs> half, it was like a half, like, yeah, my, my body was like on the, my upper body was on the ground and my legs were in the air, but like, you know? Uh, but yeah, I remember that vividly. Like that was that was awesome. And then um, that was a good, that was a good one. And then in high school, I shared a lot of great great moments as well because again, it was um, it was all my my childhood boys, my my friends, like you know, um, just going through that experience. So countless there for sure. Um, and then I would say uh, the combine during the combine, the Ventura mm-hmm. Fusion combine. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the <clears throat> again, I didn't know who I was, man. Like just how I unleashed at that moment was like, holy cow! Like, am I doing this right now? Is this is this Ronnie? I get that, you know. Yeah. Um, so that was a great moment too. I felt really good. Um, and then I've had a couple, I have had, I've had a couple goals in the USL. Uh, a big one was, uh, the first goal I scored as a pro out in St. Louis. It was a left footed, left footed strike outside the 18, um, far post on the ground. So, um, 
It was it wasn't top corner. It wasn't a, <laughs> you know, yeah, it wasn't upper V. It wasn't top bins, but it was um, it went in, you know. So that was a good moment. Um, 2016, uh, my second year as a pro, shared a lot of great moments too. Um, we were a tight group, so whenever you have that like tightness within a team, the that chemistry, like I feel like every moment is going to be great, um, you know. So had a lot of good moments there. Um, I think I scored another rocket, 2016 versus Sounders, Sounders two, okay. at home. Nice. Yep. So had had one there. <clears throat> my first year, I had I had two goals actually. My first year nice. uh, versus Sacramento, I had one too from long range. Um, ah man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> countless. Yeah, countless, man. That's countless awesome. Memories. Okay, I want to yeah. switch it up a bit. Um, of course. I think you might have talked about it already, but throughout your career, what was the lowest point of your career? And then how were you able to overcome that? Great question. So uh, my lowest point has been my experience in Mexico. Mm-hmm. That's definitely it. That's definitely it. Um, uh, I don't want to explain this. Uh, that had imp- that it still does. It still impacts me. Yeah, I still look back, and you know, there's times where I might be on the field and be like, oh, "Damn!" Like because of, because of that experience, like I'm feeling some type of way, you know. But um. I overcame it by um, good support system, for sure. Family, friends, um, that always like they they believed in me. They believe in me, right? And and they saw, you know, the they see the the, the great player that the good player that that I that I am and that I can be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so just their love and, and their, 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 their kind comments, their kind words, you know, obviously little by little keep builds you up. Right. Mm-hmm. So definitely a good support system. Um, my fiance, my, my brother, my mom, and just close friends. Um, so good support system. And then, um, like my, my internal, uh, like self-talk as well. Um, it was, it, you know, it was negative, right? Going through the experience and even after. And um, there's like, I still had like those little moments where like, no, like, this is not you. Right. You're so much better than this, right? right? And it's those little wins that like compound, right? Just compound right. and, and ultimately, compound. yes, yes. But at the end yes, of the day, so. you can, you're at, like, we're, we're our biggest critic, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Because you want to constantly improve and stuff like that. Exactly. You want to get better. There's parts where you can criticize yourself, but you also, I think, times like you're you're putting in the work, you should credit yourself, right? Having that support network and being able to continue to keep on growing. And I think it's not perfect, right? Life's never perfect. There's always going to be ups and downs, but that also is why life is so interesting. Yeah, man. Yeah, big facts, big facts. Yeah, so that and, uh, and I, I got into reading as well. Reading helped me out. Um, again, autobiographies of like big players, 
um, and just uh, reading their experiences and be like, damn, well, it doesn't only happen to, to me. It happens to every player, you know? Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to have setbacks, exactly. everyone. So um, just reading, like, learning about and reading about other people's experiences. Is there a favorite was, book that you really helpful. A favorite book? Uh, yeah, like, like in general or, like, yeah, uh, football? Yeah, whatever, yeah. What, what, what's something that Dude, um, I really, I, I really enjoyed this book called uh, "How to How to Make Friends and Influence People" yeah, by Dale right. Carnegie. <laughs> <Right here. laughs> oh my God! Yes, it's always on deck. What yeah. What a book, bro! <laughs> yeah, that's been one of my old uh, all time favorites for sure so far. I want to ask a quick question. We're We're on the topic about that building yeah. connections and relationships because soccer is a team sport. How important is that? The relationship part. Oh, huge! Right. Huge! 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 Mm-hmm you have to and it's a choice it's a decision to want to connect with people right because we, we can we can get into this funk of like of kind of like being like so self self-focused self-centered to where we like stop uh caring minding about other people the me, right? me, me mentality. Yeah, yeah 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 and especially as like pro athletes man like you can really get into that, into that like funk, like where it's just all about you and like what you can get, like how much money, you, like, you know, exactly. So um, it's a decision and it's a choice to want to connect with people. So sure. number one is, is deciding to do it and being like, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to see, I'm going to get to know this guy. I'm going to get to know my teammates. I'm going to get to know, what motivates them, right? Because if you want to be a leader, you have to know you have to know the people that you're working with. You have to know what what gets them going, what motivates them. So, so you know, you tap into their world and 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 you get into their head, and 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 that's how we're able to influence people mm-hmm. and persuade people. Like yeah. you know, that's you know, you have to ask questions, get to know people. So, sure. um, again, and that's all a decision. Just like happiness is, just you know. You can decide to live a sad life or live happily. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the moment. Yeah. yeah. So um, if you were to give advice, knowing that what you know now, right, being at that level and then being able to give that advice to the old Ronnie when you first when you first had that dream, right, whether it be like you kicking the ball that's the sidewalk or, you know, maybe let's say after you got cut, right, from that SB team, what would you tell him? What would you tell the young Ronnie? What kind of advice would you be able to give him? I would tell uh, little young Ronnie <laughs> to, <laughs> um, I would tell him like, look, man, um, you know, you're having a great time right now. You're having the time of your life. You don't worry about anything except for, for actually no worries, right? You you just focus on your school, soccer, um, you have no worries, right? So I would tell them, like, look, there's hard times coming ahead. There are setbacks coming ahead, right? But don't don't run from those setbacks. Face them. Face them because they're only going to make you stronger. They're only going to make you better, right? It's going to feel like crap. It's going to feel like shit as you're going through that experience, that setback, that challenge, okay? But... It's what's going to make you better. It's what's going to make you stronger physically, mentally, spiritually. So 
I would tell that Ronnie to just keep keep looking for challenges, keep you know facing those setbacks. That's it, man. Awesome. Keep learning, keep growing. So this is the Chief Greatness podcast. When we talk about the greats, right? What are some great uh, great athletes or great people that you know? Uh, that I personally know, yeah, or like that. Oh, not personally, oh. just like lay like, it off, like for me, like Michael Jordan. Oh man, Michael, yeah, Messi, Jordan, right? Kobe, yeah, Messi, so, right? Greatness, I think, for is is not only it's like being at a high level, but also for me, it's what kind of legacy you leave behind when you interact with this. How does that make them feel, right? So for me, my biggest inspiration was Kobe, and just yep. right, and, 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 and he too. passed away, and it was really sad, but reflecting on his life when that happened i was just like i was just in shock about the amount of influence he was able to give right oh gosh yep um yeah. uh competing at such a high level but after that also um, switching on and going into different ventures but also mm-hmm. the legacy and the impact he leaves behind right whenever we go shoot into the trash can we say kobe and stuff like that right kobe. Yeah, right yeah. exactly so <laughs> Yeah. Um, he has this great quote about greatness. He says, the most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can do mm. great in whatever they want to do. Love right. That. So turning yeah. that into a question, yeah. what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? Right. Like when they hear Ronnie, what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? And number two, yeah. when you interact with us, with those people, like what do they want you to remember, remember you as? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, a legacy that I want that I would like to leave behind. Um, this would be in the like intangible side. Would be specifically for my family and, and, and anyone really. Just good habits, good customs, um, and and we can go into super detail about all that, right? But we'll just leave it at that. Just good habits, good customs, and whatever you're doing. Okay. Um, and then legacy, I just, I, I mean, I'd like to be remembered as, um, just a good person, man, good person, uh, with everyone just giving, um, in times of like success, whatever that might be, everyone defines success differently, mm-hmm. um, bringing, bringing people along, you know, bringing people along with it. Um, and, um, I don't know, like never trying to do anyone wrong or like injustice, like just being remembered as a good person to everyone. doesn't matter. Small, tall, short, tall, you know, black, white, you know, just that's it, man. Just being a good person. Awesome, man. Well, exciting stuff. Um, what's going on for you? Anything exciting moving forward? Anything anything up in the in the future? I know you have your season uh, coming up soon, but I don't even know when the season's going to start. But, I mean, what's next? Yeah. Dude, yeah, man. Um, I mean, they haven't confirmed our season yet. Um, they're saying they're talking about early May start for our season. Um, but as soon as that's confirmed, I'm definitely going to start preparing for that mentally and physically. And, you know, um, setting the right the right mind state of mind for that to come um uh but right now i'm currently so i started working in the financial industry um mm-hmm. 
as I've shared with you. Yeah. And uh, you, you, you're doing you're doing the same on and off, right? Yes, right yes. now, your focus is soccer, so mm-hmm. that's that's still my priority as well. Um, you know, the beautiful game. Because people so, think you have the Neymar contract, but I mean, still, like you know, in the it's, it's financially, it's still a grind. So it's I a grind. A yeah, of, this league, this league is a grind. Different ventures. I also know you're trying to promote your uh, social media brand. Right, starting the websites and all of that. So yeah, a lot of exciting stuff. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so so I've I've been thinking now that I I've gone into finances and 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 um, I'm learning I'm learning more and more about it, right? And um, what I've what I've noticed too, that as the more I learn about it, like my relationship and my mindset about money is also changing, right? So, um, I don't I don't come from like a business background with my family's business oriented or like the their uh their financial literacy is is up there like you know so now I, I can see you know why my thoughts are or were or like they're like I'm in the I'm in this phase where like my my mindset and my thoughts and my my feelings my emotions about my uh relationship with money is changing so mm-hmm. but just looking back now I can see why I, I was the way I was, you know, when it comes to money, but, um, where was I going with this brother? Sorry. Last Let's go like what, what you have in the future. Oh yes. Yes. So what I'm thinking about. Yep. Yeah. So, so I would like to have like my uh, website where I can, um, where I can do something like this, what we're doing right now, mm-hmm. uh, where I can bring like pro players, share their experiences and I can have people just tune in like whoever wants, like have a, Am I AMAs? Ask me anything. If yeah, they have some yeah. time that they can ask things, you know, and and um, and uh, and get knowledge that way, right? Get tips that way, get nuggets that way, and um, so have something like that where I can again bring like be super cool to bring like super top players, you know, yeah. <laughs> figure out a way to do that. <laughs> um, and then I'd also like to have like a <clears throat> kind of like a it'll be like a consulting type thing you know where the players can come reach out um any questions about just the business of football mm-hmm. um because you know nobody you like you had that experience in mexico so you know maybe you yeah, can yeah not yeah. to avoid that situation altogether. yeah exactly man yeah and, and i'm not saying like i experienced like epl la liga bundesliga yeah. you know but it's it, it's somewhat similar the the pros the way that business is is handled is similar you know you know more than 99 percent of people anyways so right the, the only difference is those guys are handling millions euros <laughs> we're handling a couple thousand dollars <laughs> you know uh, okay, uh, we're, but, we're uh, progressing right growth mindset. yeah exactly exactly so if people so, want to like you know you have really great stuff going on a lot of great projects in the works in the future so yeah. they want to connect and want to get to know you more like where can they find you out yeah they can find me on on instagram uh, I'm at Ronnie, R-O-N-Y, Argueta, A-R-G-U-E-T-A, underscore. That's my that's my uh, Instagram awesome. username. Uh, my Twitter handle is the same, same one. Um, I'm on Facebook, Ronnie Alexander Argueta. So I have, a, I have my page. I have a page and then I have my actual like profile. Nice. Um, so I'm on there as Ronnie Argueta and Ronnie Alexander Argueta is my page. Um, what else? 
add me on Snapchat, or whatever, <laughs> however, however you want to communicate TikTok, with me. TikTok, all the other platforms. Yeah, I'm about to create a TikTok. Yeah, so okay. We'll, We're we'll, gonna talk we'll, about we'll that because I'm, I'm gonna get on TikTok too. <laughs> yeah. So, so how does how does a how does TikTok, you create a username on there as well? I think so, something like that. Yeah. We'll all talk right, off so camera. We, we'll we'll get that blowing up and going. So, so I'm gonna create. Yeah, just go. I'm gonna create Ronnie Argueta underscore. I'm gonna keep it the same, just Sounds to good. simplify things. Awesome, man. Well, it was a pleasure yeah, talking man. to you. One last question before we go. Um, okay. Our last one, right? What's your Ronnie? What's your definition of greatness? My definition of greatness. Ooh, okay. Wrap <laughs> it on a good one. I like that. My definition of greatness is. So it's. Striving for perfection, okay? Striving for perfection because we will never reach perfection, but we can reach greatness. So if we strive for perfection, so if we strive for perfection, right? We're never gonna reach perfection, but we might just reach greatness. So doing whatever, yeah, whatever is in your power, in your control, right to, to try and reach that perfection and awesome. we might we might just land on greatness that being said this was ronnie argueta thank you for being on the show and everybody keep on achieving greatness take care bye thank you kota bye.